Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew, I am of course William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? This is how we do podcasts. All right, going once, going twice, take two, action. Hey, Mac, what's up? Hey, how's it going there? What happened hey. there? <laughs> I, this one is my fault. I I accidentally forgot to sync you, sync you up with the, oh, the thing. Okay. So that's all me. The technical <laughs> difficulty is on me. So I'll own up to it. <laughs> but um, glad to have you on the show as always, man. Yeah, glad to be on as usual. Yep. And this is Apropos, man. This is the episode 499, you know. So, you know, we, we had to, you know, show you some technical difficulties that even, you know, us pros who've been doing it for over a decade, you know, we have these, you know, <laughs> I guess mental laughs at times, but, um, <laughs> you know, this is how we do it. On this show, we talk sports, entertainment, everything else, you know, the deal. And um, this, you know, this would fall under anything else, but, you know, we mainly talk about sports and entertainment. So on today's show, we're going to talk about the Knicks, the resurgent Knicks. We're going to talk about, uh, the, we are the, the New York the, Knicks. Oh, yeah. We are the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Did you just say we are the New York Knicks? We are the New York Knicks. Did you just say we are the New York Knicks? We are the New York Knicks. That's right. We here. We're going to talk about them. Yep. So we're going to talk about them. Um, we're going to talk about the Knicks. We're going to talk about the King of the Ring tournament. Um, you know, the, ha- the King of the Ring finals that happened at the Crown Jewel event on Thursday um, afternoon. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about um, the, the um, you know, baseball, what's going on in baseball, Astros advancing, Braves on the verge of advancing. Um, you know, a new, a new person enters as a possible replacement as GM slash baseball, uh, president of baseball operation and Brian Sabian. We'll talk about that, my thoughts on that. Um, and we'll, we'll just talk about what else is going on in the world of sports entertainment. Of course, the Nets, the Knicks. Uh, well, yeah, of course, we did mention the Knicks already. Um, you know, the Giants, Jets. You know how it is. If you love sports, you know, and entertainment, this is your, this is your spot right here. This is the number one spot you got to go to. So with, with, um, without further ado, if you want to, Express your thoughts. You want to express yourself? The number is 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So, okay, I, just said I did say that right. 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics. We'd love to hear from you. Um, but first, Mac did say it was, we are the New York Knicks. Am I, oh, yeah. am I, am I not mistaken? Yes, we are the New York Knicks. Oh, what are we? The New York Knicks. All right, hit it. 
caliber team, but, you know, props to the Knicks, the New York Knicks, man. They're building upon um, last year. So far, they're proving they weren't a fluke going to the, you know, being the fourth seed. Um, you know, they're, you know, so far so good. You know, they, they beat up on their rival Celtics and um, they also um, beat up on the Magic. They showed that they were more magical than the, than the Orlando Magic. And yeah. uh, they're they're hoping to do that again tomorrow where they're this time they're going to host the magic, you know, at the garden. So yeah, the Knicks, they've been making history, man. Um, game one, uh, Wednesday night, Fournier in his Nick debut, he scored what? 32 points. First Nick to score 30, 30 something, at least 30 points in his debut. Um, Kimball Walker, you know, he had some costly turnovers. He, you know, uh, he didn't have like a great night himself, but you know Randall, he had uh, you know 35 points. You had Mitchell Robinson with a double double, uh, career high 17 rebounds if my memory is um, not mistaken. Um, yeah, they won in overtime. They won a game that they never would have won. And then uh, and then of course you know you had um, the second game where in Orlando, man, they were just shooting threes like it was NBA Jam. You know they booked the the Nick record of 23s, and, um, yeah, they set the record, the new record, 24 threes, and they were just beating up on the, the, the Magics. I mean, there was one point where they, they kind of let the game kind of get away. I think it was in the third or in the fourth quarter, but, you know, the the, um, the, the Magic, you know, they, they were, I think the closest they got it to was maybe 14 or so, but then the Knicks pulled away again. And yeah, um, you know, props props to the Knicks. Uh I think Randall led the way in like with twenty two points or so, uh double double. Um, yeah, then that 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 game uh on um Friday night, uh it was a balanced attack. Even Jericho Sims scored, you know, it was like you know, it, it, the Knicks man, they were just putting on a show. 
And it, it felt like it was a guard. It was on guard. It was on guard in the West, MSG West. You know, sound like a you know the fifth kid of Kanye West. <laughs> you know, or should I say MSG South? I should say it was on the West Coast, MSG yeah. South. I should say, you know. So it was like a it was like a Garden game. Even Fournier, who who spent seven seasons with the Magic, starting his career before he got traded to the Celtics last year, where he he was teammates with Kimball Walker. Um, you know, he felt like it was a, a home game. And um, and uh, another thing, it used to annoy him being on the Magic. You know, the Knicks would come over and, you know, just, you know, take their fan base. But now that he's on the other side, you know, he's enjoying every moment of it. And now they're going to come back tomorrow and um, extend their winning streak to, uh, you know, a possible three-game winning streak. And, you know, the Knicks are looking good, man. What's your thoughts on this uh this uh, 2-0 record with the Knicks, at building upon what they did last year, and then they had the preseason where they dominated. What's your thoughts on the whole state of the Knicks? Well, they're 2-0. They're off to a great start. And that first game to kick off the regular season was the greatest, if not the best game I've ever seen the Knicks play, the best season opener I've ever seen the Knicks start with. I mean, that game was insane. And you're talking about an uh, overtime game with three-pointers being shot all over the floor, uh, a lot of mishaps, uh, dunks, uh, different runs, a comeback. I mean, you had it all in that in that opening game against the Celtics. And that game is going to go down as one of the greatest games, one of the greatest opening games in NBA history. You know, Knicks ended up winning 138-134. I mean, you had Fournier's coming out party as a Nick. 32, what was it, 32 points in his debut? Mm-hmm. Came up clutch, shot some threes, you know, there in the fourth quarter and in overtime to help us win. And, and double overtime, too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, did it go to a double overtime? I thought it was just one overtime. Did, I or, think it was double, if I'm not mistaken. Was it double? Okay, yeah, because I, I, I forget now. So, yeah, I mean, and those guys, you could tell they were getting tired because, uh, you know, at one point they were missing shots. And, yeah, man, that game was that, that game was crazy. It, it was a crazy game, but it was a fun game to watch. And it looks like it was uh, it was one overtime, not two overtime, was it? Uh, let, let me, me double check. Let me double check just to be um, – let me, let me just maybe, sure. maybe you're right. Maybe it was two overtime because – you know, that game was so I was so into that game I forgot I, I forgot how many quarters it was. So maybe maybe it was two overtime, but it was a fun a fun entertainment game, and it didn't end until like a, a close to midnight or past past eleven thirty or something like that. Uh, it does look like you were right. It looks like it was it was just overtime. I could have sworn it was double overtime. Was was it just overtime? I, I, I can't even remember. Overtime. Maybe it was double double overtime. I can't even remember at this point, to be honest with you. Yeah, double double overtime. It was double overtime. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, that game, man. That everybody was talking about that game the day after. Even LeBron James was tweeting, "Wow, you know that it was a great game and the Garden was rocking." No thanks to him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right, you should have came to the Knicks if that was. He the took game. all his talents everywhere except for New York. Yep. 
Yep. And now uh, look at look at all these players admiring the Knicks now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this Knicks team. You know, this Knicks team they have potential. They have a lot of young guys who could run the floor, shoot threes, and they're only getting better. And so this two and zero start, you know, it, it's it's a great start. Uh, I don't want to go too crazy and say that we're going to mm-hmm. win the championship this year, <laughs> like some of our fellow Knicks fans was doing after the game. But it's a it's a good start. But let's not get mm-hmm. too crazy yet. You know, we have more games to go in the season. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy that um, you know they're they're you know they're they're competing, man. They're they're really they're really um, you know, they're fun living to up watch. to the Knicks, living up to the Knicks moniker. You know of what the Knicks you know, used to be, yeah. you know, so, you know, prop, you know, all the props to them, you know, they, they earned the right to put on the Knicks uniform that yeah. they've been playing. Yeah. So let me see, what was, what, uh, what are the, um, oh yeah, we're, we're facing, um, the magic tomorrow at home again. Yeah. We're facing magic at home. Yep. Yeah. Cause it was a home and home series. Uh, then we're going to be playing the 76ers. We're going to be hosting the 76ers and their drama with the Ben Simmons thing with Joel Embiid um, first saying he don't care about the guy and then afterwards then then he backtracked maybe a day or two later and said he's my brother which I think it's probably him, you know, probably, you know, someone on the higher-ups of 76ers probably told him, hey, man, you're killing, you're killing Simmons um you know, trade value. So, you know, that's probably why he, he you know, he backtracked and, <laughs> and you know, not call him a brother. Like, first he went from I don't care about the guy to that's my brother. Like, like I mean. Let me, let, let me ask you something, Will. I'm listening. If you were in Bill Sim- in uh in uh, Simmons's, ben, uh, ben Simmons' ben uh, position. Right. You know, after that horrible series against the Hawks, where people are questioning your shooting ability, mm-hmm. and you know, pre- pretty much saying that you know you can't, you have to improve your shooting, you can't shoot, and you don't live up to the pressure in big games. I mean, how would you feel? You know, w- would you have the same mindset that Simmons has, or would you act like the way he's acting right now? I mean, also, they you know, there are rumors that Sixers are trying to also trade him. Well, you yeah, know? that's the. That's why I think it's so, that's why I, that's why I think that's why Joel Embiid, you know, the leader of the 76ers is, you know, trying to, you know, squash the beef by saying he's my brother after he previously said he doesn't care about him. I right. think it's, you know, the higher ups told him, you know, you're destroying the trade value, you know, diffuse the tension between the two guys and, you know, let's, and we could get rid of this guy easier. Yeah, but how would you like, feel if you were in some position? After you know all the talk about you can't shoot and the trade rumors during the off season, I mean you know, and your mental state is affected right now. Mm-hmm. How, how would you feel? Like, what would you do? Well, would you, I mean, would you it, it, would you want out or would you stay with this team? Well, here's here's my thinking. I mean, it's easier for me to say because I never like I never played professional basketball, but you know, knowing how I am. I would have um I would have had a come to Jesus moment and be like, you know think um you know hey you know I'm not doing I'm not playing the way I, way I, I you know I'm supposed to I'm not playing the way that you know my expectation and, and other people's expectations of me you know I gotta I gotta just 
I got to work on my shooting and try to be a better player, you know, like, like the Knicks players have Randall, you know, um, RJ Barrett, even Toppin, you know, they've improved their games, you know, it's like, you know, you, you have to like, look, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, Hey, you know, I'm, you know, I don't want to be a, I don't want to be the weak link. You know, I gotta, I gotta, you know, improve my game and you want to, you want to put yourself in the position that you improved so that you can help your team. And if you are playing well, then you could even, if they do trade you, you'll be in a, in a better position and, and it'll, you know, you'll help your, your, when you become a free agent eventually or sign an extension, you'll, you'll be in the driver's seat, you know? So it, you know, it, it's in his best interest to, to, um, you know, not be in his feelings, you know, train hard, work on your shooting, and 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 try to be the best player you can to turn it around, you know. Yeah. Because he doesn't have any leverage. He has no leverage whatsoever. You know, he yeah. could get cut. You know, his trade value is at all time. If he low. does get cut, uh, team there are a lot of teams that would be able to pick him up. I'd love to well, have yeah. him on their team because this is but a guy. But he doesn't get paid the way uh, you know that he feels he should be paid until he. He, he, you know, he, um, you know, he turns it around for himself. Because if he goes, he's not gonna. What are they gonna? You know, he's yeah, not gonna get the amount of money that he talented. wants. This is still a guy, you know, he can play point guard. He can play defense. He's one of the best defenders in the league. Well, yeah, of course. And he can do others. You know, he can pass the ball and he can Absolutely. rebound and he can give you some points. But yeah, he does have to improve his shooting. He does. That's his he can help a lot of teams. And if Sixers are that dumb to just cut him without trading him, mm-hmm. then that's going to be the dumbest move they've ever done in their in their history. I mean, yeah, they you can't, can't just they, cut him without getting something. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like he he has to he has to work hard to try to improve his on his weakness so that he could be in a better position to make more money in the long haul. You know. Because he had, you know, and and this team, you know, the Seventy Sixers, you know, they're they're you know a very comp- they're a competitive team, you know. So it's in his best interest to try to do everything he can to be a better player, to, so that they he can help them win the title. And then, then he'll be in the driver's seat whenever his free agency comes, you know, and he'll make the money. He'll make that money. But if he's if he's in a situation where he gets just traded. Or um, you know, he gets released. He's not gonna make the money he he envisioned that you know uh, he he did you know. So yeah, he just has to he just has to you know work on his shooting, work on his shooting, and he'll be fine. That's yeah, what I would have done. What would, what would you have done if you were him? I thought him. I'd be like, "Fuck you guys." To be honest with you, because. They asked the coach after the series, where do you think Ben Simmons will still be with this team? His answer was, I don't know. I mean, how, if, if you're a player and you're hearing that, your own coach is saying he doesn't know if you're going to be on their team. Like, that doesn't instill any, conf- instill any confidence in you. Going I mean, forward. that's true. And then you hear rumors that you're being traded also. I mean, that, that, do you know how what that does to a player's psyche? You know, them hearing themselves in the trade rumors, 
I mean, that, that just tells you the team doesn't want him to begin with. They don't. And then you have this comment by Embiid, and then now Embiid is retracting. I mean, that tells you again that, you know, they don't want this guy. So if I was, if, if I was in Simmons' position, I'd say, screw you guys. Trade me now, or else I'm sitting out forever. So you're going to leave me, and then I could, uh, another team can pick me up, and then, uh, you know, I could play great for them, and then they could give me a bigger contract than what you guys could offer me. That's what yeah, I would but do. If you don't, but how are you going to get the big contract if you haven't played for years? How are you going to. For years? He's, he's, what do you mean years? It's only this season. No, no, I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, you know, however long he. Well, yeah, like you said, it was this year. Like if you're gonna sit out the I year, mean he's most likely gonna come back and play this year. I don't think he's gonna just sit out the whole season, right? I mean whether it's for the Sixers or another team, he's gonna come back and play. And if he does come back and play, and you know he plays great, I mean there's a chance you know uh, that well if that's if he signs on another team, you know, and mm-hmm. plays great, I mean they can offer him an extension. Right, I mean, he can eventually make more money than what the Sixers can give him. Yeah, but he has to audition. He 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 basically has to view this situation as an audition, that he's gonna do the best he can, so that he could he could get traded in a better situation or or go you know go as a free agent, and 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 show that he's worth that he can he's he earned the amount for the money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's let's remember, Ben Simmons is not a bum. I mean, this guy. He's not. He's an all-star, you know. Let's not forget that. Of course, he's, yeah. he's an all-star player. So this is not like uh, like a bench player we're talking about, you know. Well, yeah, I know that. This, this is still a guy, you know, who has very who has potential. So yeah, he was he was part of just the process that you know they yeah. felt that him and MB would be cornerstone players for many years to come. Yeah, I mean, he still has a lot of time. So I mean. You know, this guy can still be uh, an asset to any team, you know, whether it's, it's the Sixers or any other team. Over, I would even love him to come to the Knicks. You know, I mean, you, you know, if he could play like, um, well, I don't know what role he would play in the Knicks. He'd probably have to come on, come off the bench with us right now if he mm-hmm. if he was on the Knicks. But I would love his defense on the Knicks. Yeah. And the fact that he can play point guard and give you that tall body, yeah, come on, come on along. You know that give us another that that give us that make our bench even deeper than what it is right now. If we can get a, a guy like Simmons, yeah, I agree with that. You know, I mean, you have quickly in that role, but you you have another guy like that. Yeah, with his potential. I mean, that's yeah, and you could get him on the cheap. I would assume since you know they're you know all that drama. Yeah, you know, yeah. Some of you, I mean, you should, you should, um, definitely look, take a hard look at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because there's guys, guys right now that, you know, we've been looking to trade like Knox. I mean, Knox, it's, it's been up and down with him ever since. You know, he's his rookie year. His rookie year. So you know, they've been there's and trade rumors are surrounding him. Mm-hmm. So I'll give up a guy like Knox and someone else for Simmons. Would you do quickly and the knock for Simmons? Uh, I wouldn't give up quickly. Okay. I, I probably I, I would probably would do it. I probably would do it because you have uh, because the guard position right now we have a we have a three guard headed monster. It's gonna be a crowded. Uh, it's crowded right now. You have Walker, 
you have Burks, you have uh, Quickly, and you have Rose. And some of these guys, you know, one of these guys is going to have to, they're, they're going to get less minutes eventually. Yeah. And the, the odd man out is probably going to be maybe Burks. You know, it's looking mm-hmm. like right now, unless they can have Burks, you know, alternate between, you know, point guard, shooting guard, maybe small forward, have him alternate at different positions, I guess, right? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, they did have the um, that small lineup, you know, come in into the game. You know, I think yeah, it was like you the got, first game. So, you know, now you got um, Toppin playing well, and then you're gonna have Knowles come back and Taj Gibson come back. You know, some of these guys are not gonna get minutes going forward. You know, so yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Um. But yeah, it's a good position, you know, for the Knicks. You know, they're they're you know they're finally firing on all cylinders right now. And um, you know, to wrap up the week um, after they face seventy sister host seventy sixers, they're gonna be going to Chicago against their rival Bulls, uh, and then Saturday they're gonna wrap it up with the the Pelicans. You know, in uh, New Orleans, you know, just a few hours away from the, you know, our 500th episode of this show. So hopefully the Knicks can uh, keep this winning streak going and get a W in New Orleans. Um, then you, you, you know, you shift gears with the Nets and, um, the Nets, uh, you know, they lost the first game against the, uh, I think it was the Bucks, if I'm not mistaken. And um, and then uh, they they uh, they came back and won the second game on a Friday night, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes, it was. So yeah, they lost to the Bucks, one hundred one twenty two, one twenty seven to one hundred four, and then uh, they lost. They won against the aforementioned 76ers, 114 to 109. You know, of course, the 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 Nets. You know, they have the. You know, they only have two of the three-headed monsters because of um, uh, Irving's stance on the uh, the vaccine that he's going to set out um, this season so far. Uh, but Kevin Durant. You know, he had a triple-double, 29 points, uh, 15 rebounds, and 12 assists. James Harden, you know, he almost had a, 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 a you know, a triple-double himself. Um, he had 20 points, um, 8 assists, and 7 rebounds. So he, he, he was um, close to having a double-double or even a triple-double. Um and then LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, his first year back since uh, retiring last year, uh, I think because of a regular heart problem he had, you know, he's, um, you know, he, he, he scored 23 points. Um, so, yeah, all in all, the, the Nets finally got their first win of the season, you know. Um, you know, they're trying to overcome – you know, the drama that, you know, that's surrounding um, 
surrounding their team, you know, you know, especially with, with Kyrie Irving, which they've been having drama with him, you know, since last year, or even the year before that, because the year before that, I think he, you know, he sat out the the, the year, or he he got hurt, you know, obviously when Durant got hurt that first year, um, and I, you know, and I think he he went to like this. Um, like a club and he, you know, he had to sit out from the team, you know, because, you know, um, because of the COVID protocols. So yeah, there's been drama with him, uh, you know, ever since he's been on Nets. Um, and of course, you know, before he got traded to the Nets, you know, he, you know, he had some issues with LeBron, but, you know, fortunately for him, him and LeBron, uh, you know, um, won that title and then, Kyrie Irving apologized to LeBron, you know, realizing, you know, the, the problems he, you know, he went through as the leader of the team, you know, after his experience in, in um, with the Celtics, you know, before he came, ultimately came to the Nets. So, yeah, what's your thoughts on the state of the, the Nets uh, uh, before they host uh, the Charlotte Hornets uh, tomorrow afternoon? Well, um, the, the I mean, uh... Center. Uh, I mean, this whole Kyrie thing is uh, it's a distraction right now, you know, but the Nets, they're talented enough where they can still win games without Kyrie. And they have Harden, they have Durant, they have Griffin, Aldridge. So they can still win games and compete, you know, but uh, Kyrie, I think, you know, he's a special type of player and clutch, you know, so they, they definitely need him, you know, in big games. We saw last season in that Buck series, they could have definitely used them. So, uh, you know, for big-time games, you know, they need them, you know, in those types of moments. But um, uh, who knows if he ever comes back this season, you know. The way it's sounding like, he might not even play this year. Mm-hmm. Or he might not even play for the Nets going forward. You know, who knows? We'll have to see, but... Uh, you know, I, I don't think Kyrie is gonna. I don't. I don't think he's he's gonna. You know, get vaccinated anytime soon. You know, he's gonna st- stick to his word, and he's not gonna let anyone pressure him into getting vaccinated. So, Nets are just gonna have to deal with it and just play with the players that they have right now on the roster. And right now they're one and one. I think right. I mean, they lost that opening game to the Bucks. Mm-hmm. But then they won yesterday. Well, they won today against the. Um, uh, yesterday. Against the Hornets, right? Was it? Was it the Hornets? No, no, they're facing the Hornets uh, tomorrow afternoon. Oh, tomorrow. Okay. Who did? Who did they beat? Uh, they beat Seventy Sixers. Oh, okay. They beat Sixers. Okay. So they still have mm-hmm. talent. I mean, you have one of the greatest players ever. Well, two of the greatest players ever. Two, yeah. So. You know they 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 have a lot of talent on their teams to still win a lot of games. So I think they'll be fine. Absolutely. I mean, they have, um, you know, two two um, legendary players on the team, and Durant and Harden. Um, uh, yeah, but losing Irving, you know, that takes away that big tree dynamic that that puts them over the top in an elite status. I mean, you can win a, a title with two superstars. I mean, that's generally how it is the case until the whole big three craze you know, happened with LeBron James and, and Bosch and, and D-Wade, you know. 
But, um, yeah, it just makes it tougher, you know. Uh, you know, competing with the Bucks and, uh, and um, you know, L.A. and all those other, you know, top teams, you know, because you're basically on an even playing ground with, with most of those with most of those teams with the you know with the elite teams. But once you get rid of that that big three, you know, you lose that advantage. But you know they're a talented team. They have some veterans. You know they got Griffin, Aldridge, Millsap. You know so they got some veteran guys. You know who's um you know who has a lot of experience in the NBA. And they, they, you know, they're hoping uh, Irving will come back so that they can, uh, you know, go on the run, you know, for the for the title. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we'll see what happens. And then, uh, of course, uh, to wrap up the week uh, after tomorrow night, tomorrow afternoon with the Hornets, they're going to host the Wizards, um, the Heat on Wednesday night, um, the Pacers on Friday night and then wrap it up uh with the Pistons. So wow, they're they're playing a lot of home games. They're playing like playing like let me see. One, two, three, four, five. And then on Wednesday night they're gonna be playing the Hawks on November third. So they have six six home games. Like, man. They 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 almost have as much home games as a as a baseball team. <laughs> they got six home games. Like, yeah. have you ever seen that? It's a homestand. Yeah. No, but like a home a homestand is like usually like I don't know like like three to three to four maybe. Or if no, you're on the I've West, I've seen six. Yeah, I've seen that many games before. I don't think I've seen that's, six. That's not unusual. It seems a little too. I, I don't know. I've never seen that. I can't recall seeing that many in a row like that. Really. Maybe five, the tops. Maybe four, four maybe. But yeah, oh, six is like. Didn't didn't Knicks have that? Didn't Knicks have a homestand like that last season? Similar? Uh, not that. I, uh, not that they I like a the the Knicks uh, down the stretch. They were playing a lot of home games down the stretch there before they finally went on the road in that latter part of the season. I remember. Quite, you, nope. you're quite possible. You quite you're quite possible on that. Something like that. Yeah, I don't think it's unusual. You know, six. If you had told me ten, I'd be like, well, yeah, that's a lot of games in a row at home. But it is a long season. It's an 82-game season, so, you know. Yeah. um, Yeah, um, shifting gears on the Giants. Uh, you know what's your what's your thoughts uh, on this upcoming game um, against uh, Darnold and the the Panthers? Um, Saquon Barkley looks like he's one of the the players that might be out tomorrow. Well, yeah, I mean he has right now. I mean right now he has a gruesome uh, ankle injury, and yeah, I mean it's just unfortunate right now. Um, it, continues to be injured and you know we can't see the brilliance of Saquon Barkley can't stay on the field but uh he's gonna be out yeah is Galladay Galladay might still be out also and uh Daniel Jones he's gonna play he played last week so he'll play uh 
we'll play again tomorrow. But Giants, man, uh, there's a lot of areas that they need to play better. Defense needs to improve. Offense needs to improve. And offensive, the offense has been dreadful this year so far. You know, I mean, with all the weapons that we got in the off season, I mean, you would think that we could have improved the offensive lines, but it's still the same mess that we had last year. And the defense as well. I mean, things, something has to give. Something has to change. Mm-hmm. And right now we're at the bottom. You know, we have the Cowboys running away with this division at 5-1. and one. You know, we got to win tomorrow or else, you know, we're going to be – you know, we're we're going to be in a tank. So, you know, we've got to improve. We've got to get better. And these injuries got to stop also, man. All these plays, they're falling down like Legos. Mm-hmm. So I just hope tomorrow's a hard-fought game against the Panthers. I mean, the Panthers have had a – they've had a good season considering, you know, they've also had some injuries. But Darnold, he's been playing – I, I think he's done a very good job for them so far this year. Mm-hmm. You know, he's proving that the the Jets did uh, made a mistake by letting him go. Well, he's having a very good season, and I think they're gonna play hard against the Giants tomorrow. So Giants gotta come out. You know, they they gotta defend the run. You know, they gotta they gotta get pressure on Darnold, and you know, they gotta win this game tomorrow, man. They, they gotta treat this game tomorrow like it's a do or die. Right now they're one and four. You don't want to go. You don't want to go down to one and five, or else to me the season's over. If you do, if you go down mm-hmm. one and five, because again Cowboys are five and one. By the way, the Knicks did have a six-game winning streak last year, a six-game uh-huh. home stand, a home stand, I should say, last year. Right, right, right. Before they lost to, I think Phoenix, when they were like, uh, they had a nine-game winning streak. Right, yeah, it was during that, right. yeah, it, right, it was during that nine-game series, correct. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. But, yeah, so... Is that temporary amnesia or something? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, uh, back to the Giants, yeah, Giants, you got to treat it like a do-or-die. And that, that goes for the Jets as well, because Jets are in the same position as the Giants are. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're 100% right. You know, the the Giants... um. The Giants, they're you know they're one and one and five, and they've had you know they've had some you know oh yeah and speaking of the the Panthers, Panthers started out owing, uh, three and zero, oh, and they've lost three straight, so they're they're gonna try to avoid a four game losing streak. Um, so that's that's worth noting, mm-hmm. and then you have um, you know the Giants. You know, lone victory was against um, the the um, the Saints on October third. Yeah. And um, yeah, they you know they they you know they've lost to the Browns, the Patriots, the Broncos, uh, the the Washington Football Team, the Falcons, and now they're they're trying to. Um, you know they they're gonna and then of course the the Cowboys and and then the Rams last last week. So yeah, they're they're trying to avoid a, you know a, a three game losing streak against the Panthers. You know we'll you know we'll see what happens with that. And then um, shifting gears with the Jets, 
yeah, the Jets are in a similar predicament, you know. Um, they're going to be battling, uh, you know, their old rival, the Patriots. And, um, yeah, now, they, now they're, they're going to try to um, snap their losing streak as well. Um, you know, they, they, they lost the last game to the, the Falcons, 27 to 20, um, you know, they, you know, they came close, but, you know, it was too little too late with that game. Um, now they're going to be hosting the Patriots at 1 p.m. tomorrow, you know, the, and of course, you know, they lost um, to the, to the Panthers um, week one, 19 to 14. And uh, the, the Jets are trying to avenge their, 25 to 6 loss to the Patriots. Then they had another they had a embarrassing loss to the Broncos 26 nothing. Um won their only game against the Titans which was the Jets uh former name in AFL. And then they lost uh 27 to 20 to the Falcons. So now now the the Jets are are going to a hostile tor- territory um against the Patriots. The, the the Patriots are right now they're they're two and four, but um, yeah, the the Jets they're gonna have to they're gonna have to 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 be on guard because you know that that mad scientist over there, Bill Belichick man he you know he can he he's gonna he's gonna keep that team afloat and especially they gotta. A talented young uh, quarterback in Mac Jones, you know. So hopefully, breaking news. Repeat, uh, yeah, I'm listening. Breaking news: Atlanta Rays are going to the World Series. Yep, the first time since 1999. Yep, they're gonna party like it's 1999. Mm Mhm. It will be the Braves and Astros in the World Series. As I predicted last week, and I probably even the week before that too. That's what I predicted. Just because I knew this was gonna happen, man. My least, the, my least favorite scenario of the Braves going to the finals was, was gonna happen. So now the Dodgers are no longer the defending world champions. Now we're gonna have a, we're guaranteed a new world champion, either the Astros, who's who's gonna, you know, they're gonna try to they're gonna try to, you know. Bang the that, that that tough brace pitching like you know like the drums or or the trash cans <laughs> they did a couple of years ago, you know they're gonna try to prove to Mac and you know their haters, aka Yankee fans, you know that you know that they they could win for real because you know we all know the Astros. This is the first year uh, that year, 2017, or I should I should say 20, um, yeah, 2017 wasn't you know wasn't the first time they cheated you know you know of course well, they're 86, trying to prove it wasn't a fluke mm-hmm. in 86 you know they had they had mike scott you know who who was scuffing the ball and he and you know he dominated the mets as a result and even the oh, Mets players they dominated i just this my show uh, <laughs> we talked we went from dodgers we went from you Astros Braves to back to the Mets again? Hey. I mean, <laughs> like I the said, the Mets have the best baseball fans, you know, in the world. So I have to, you know, if I have to mention the Mets, you know, 
because the Mets did face the Astros in the World Series, and unlike Mets are not playing you guys, in this postseason, man. Astros. I beat the Astros in the playoffs. So you, I, don't I, hear, you don't see me mentioning the Yankees. My Yankees is out. My Yankees <laughs> is out of the postseason, so it doesn't matter about us anymore. Right now, it's Braves and Astros. That's all that matters right now. Well, I agree with you. You know, it's until when the World Series is over, five days after the World Series is over, when we can make some moves, and most importantly, the Mets need to, to um, you know, get a, a GM or a, a personal baseball operation. I'm praying it's going to be Brian Sabian, you know, because he was the architect of the, um, the you know, the, the giant championship teams that ended the streak of them not winning titles since 1954 when they were a member of the New York Giants with Willie Mays. You know, I'm hoping this same man – with the rumors that they're saying he's interested, you know, he's in, he would be interested in coming to New York, you know, th- that they would h- actually hire a guy of his pedigree to come over. This guy, he won the title in 20, you know, 2012. Uh, what was it, 2012, 2014, 2016, if I remember, you said me right? Or was it 2020, 20, 20, let me do the math in my head. No, I think it was 2010- 2012, 2014, if I remember. Yes, yes, that's exactly what happened. It was 20, 20, 2010, 2012, 2014. Because 2015 was the Royals against, I don't remember what team, because, you know, we don't need to mention that team all the time, you know, like you said. And then 2016 was the Cubs breaking their streak. Yeah. So, yeah. So hopefully Brian Sabian will bring his winning pedigree. And then, of course, he he wasn't he was an architect on the Yankee teams who you know that drafted you know Jeter Mariano and the rest of the core four you know so this guy has the pedigree to to win so hopefully the 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 Mets will make the smart decision and hire him and then hire Bruce Bochy out of retirement to coach to manage that team you know um, the rumor right now is that the Mets want to hire an inexperienced guy who's like a assistant GM, you know, a guy who hasn't had the, who hasn't been a GM or has the pedigree and they want to hire that guy, you know, who's like currently an assistant person or, you know, but Brian Sabian, if he wants to come here, you got to get this guy over here. You have to get a guy who's won titles. This is not, this is the New York Mets. You cannot bring a, a guy who has no experience and, yeah. and make him take on this job. This job was so tough that T.O. Epstein who broke the Cubs and the Red Sox streak could, you know, couldn't come here. And then, of course, Billy Bean just recently announced that, you know, he wasn't going to come because he doesn't want to be selfish because he has teenage daughters, you know, who, you know, they have their life, you know, in, in, in California. He doesn't want to uproot them. So, you know, I, I, res- I respect his, um, his wishes. You know, he, he doesn't want to uproot his, te- you know, his, his family. I mean, you, you got to, admire that even though you know you wanted a guy of his caliber to change the culture and the the you know the bad um situation the Mets have been you know getting these these talented people to come over here to fix this this huge problem this 35 year drought um but yeah um reluctantly you know congratulations to the Braves even though I hope they lose to the Astros I have no choice but to root for the Astros now you know, but yeah, I, I like I said in the NLCS, I thought Braves was gonna win the NLCS. 
and I still think Braves is going to win the World Series. So my 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 fear will be complete. I will see all. I will literally see all the teams I hate in every sport that I root for win a title in my eyes because the Braves won in '95, and that was a few years before I was a, a baseball fan slash Mets fan. So I didn't witness it firsthand, but unfortunately, it's going to happen now. So it is what it is. Hopefully the Mets can make some moves to, you know, shock the world and end this 35-year 35 35 championship drought. But, again, like you said, you're 100% right. It's not about the Mets right now. Other than, yeah, other than them hiring the manager and the GM slash baseball operation, it's about the Astros and the Braves battling it out for the most prestigious prize in baseball. Yep. So we'll see what happens with that. Should be um, a great series. Mm-hmm. So we will be crowned a new champion. And switching gears, speaking of crowning a new champion, uh, we've had we're we're gonna shift gears to um to wrestling to WWE and uh, yeah, neither which of I us didn't watched, see. neither of us watched the the Crown Jewels event because you know we were working you know they you know they they decided to put it at noon you know noon Eastern time and by the time it ended it was you know. It, you know, work was work was done basically, or or, or you know, depending on where, how long you work, you know, it was still on during work time. So, you know, we didn't see none of us saw firsthand or the replays of how it went down. But um, since you haven't seen it, I'm gonna let you guess. I'm gonna go one by one and tell you what the match was, and you'll you'll tell me. Oh, well, I already saw, saw the was. results. <laughs> oh, you saw the results? Okay. Yeah, I already saw the results, though. You saw the results today, or you did you? Oh uh, no, I was looking at it as uh, as we were talking. So. Oh, yeah, okay. So. I, I didn't know. Sorry, it so I much. should have. I should have. Uh, you know, since you didn't know, I was gonna like surprise you with the things. But yeah, okay. So let, now it's back to status quo, like we usually do. We'll just run through the the, the stats, results. the the yeah. results. So. Yeah. Usos versus the Hurt Business. Uh, Usos retain. No surprise there. What's your thoughts, Dale? Uh, there. Uh, yeah, no surprise. Uh, I didn't think they were gonna lose it, so that, that was not much of a surprise to me. Did they even say the Usos were battling the the Hurt Business? I mean, Hurt Business is on Raw, and Usos is on what? Usos is on SmackDown. I think yeah. this is like a last second match that they just put together. With no build-up. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, Usos defeated the Hurt Business with no with no, uh, no build-up to this match. Edge defeat Seth Rollins in the Hell in the Cell match. I mean, I'm assuming the match was, um, you know, worthy of a watch. So that that's definitely a match, you know, to, I would watch to see how it went down. Yeah, I'd love to see that that one. If I do, if I do a watch it, I'm gonna definitely get a fast forward to that match. Mhm. And then one match you're gonna probably fast forward through is the Mansoor versus Mustafa Ali match. Oh yeah, that basically one, yeah. a raw match. Yeah. You know, Mustafa Mansoor won as we all expected. Um, Mansoor he. Man, this guy has the best record of a hometown hometown hero. 
Because usually WWE likes to, to stick it to the hometown heroes and make you lose in front of your family and friends, mm-hmm. you know. But Mansoor, he's like undefeated. I think he's like 4-0 in, in, in events in his hometown, you know, in his home country, Saudi Arabia. Wow. So, you know, congrats to him. Uh, RK Bro, uh, Orton and Riddle defeated AJ Styles and Omos by pinfall uh, to retain the, the what you want to call it, the, the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship. Um, wait, okay, let me, let me, okay, let's see. Um, what else was there? Yeah, this is a match I would like to see. Uh, Zelina Vega defeated Dewdrop to become the the first ever uh, Queen's Crown Queen of the Ring champion. Uh, so congratulations to Zelina Vega. This is her her signature moment, um, which Congrats. you know I'm very happy for her. She she won that because um, I felt she should have she should have won she should have had a match like as scheduled at nine eleven. Um, the 20th anniversary um, uh, because, you know, she grew up a WWE fan with her father and, you know, unfortunately her father passed away, you know, as one of the thousand people who lost his life on 9-11. So I thought it would have been, you know, a magical moment if they would have had her, you know, challenge for the title and win it on that day. You know, it would have been a a very memorable, hard-fought, you know, and um, well-deserved moment, you know. She's she's a veteran, you know, in 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 professional wrestling. So it would have been a, a great moment for her to win her t- the title, you know, and tribute to her father if that if they would have went that route. But this was this was great that she had her first signature moment as a WWE superstar, and um, yeah, this validates her return, you know, returning to WWE. Yeah. Um, Hopefully this will lead to a, a title title um, victory for her in the future. Maybe even against Charlotte Flair. Who knows? Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, Goldberg defeated Bobby Lashley in a no holes barred false count anywhere match. Um, you thought Bobby Lashley was gonna win this one. I thought Goldberg was gonna win this match because um, the, you know neither of them was holding the title. Uh, Bobby Lashley had nothing to lose in this this match, so I felt, you know, Goldberg, Goldberg, uh, you know, had a strong chance of winning. You know, he was fighting for, you know, in defense of his son who was attacked by Lashley, um, and that's what happened. Goldberg uh, de- defeated Lashley, even though the Hurt Business tried to you know, attacked him, but, you know, it was, you know, Goldberg um, was a man on a mission and defeated Bobby Lashley. Um, then you had another match that I really wanted to look forward to. Xavier Woods defeated Finn Balor to become the new King of the Ring champion. You know, a guy, you know, who's been saying for many, many years that this was his lifelong goal to be a King of the Ring champion. Like, he's been he's been lobbying for this, for the King of the Ring to return. 
for many, many years. I think ever since he was like a, a teenager, he want, he had this vision of him being the um, the king of the ring, and it finally happened. Like this is this is the equivalent to him. This is the equivalent to Kofi and Big E winning the WWE title. You know, yeah. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm you know I'm really I'm really happy for him that you know he you know his hard work paid off and he finally got the King of the Ring tournament. Because, I mean, you know, Finn Balor, obviously he's a talented guy, you know, but I just felt like it, it meant more to Xavier Woods to win it than Finn Balor. So I was really hoping that he would win it. And sure enough, you know, he, he's he's the new King of the Ring. So congrats to him. Congrats. Then you had Biggie defeat Drew McIntyre to retain the WWE title as expected, you know, um, you know, and as a result, Big E, he will be facing the, the challenger of the Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar match, which I'm going to get to right after the Becky Lynch match. Uh, so Becky Lynch, she defeats Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks to retain the SmackDown women's champion. So Becky Lynch, will be fighting against Charlotte Flair because Charlotte Flair uh wasn't at the at the Saudi Arabia event. Uh and um she she Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair is gonna be battling each other for the eighth millionth time, you know. So yeah, their rivalry is renewed yet again. And I felt on Raw they had Be- um Bianca Belair fight Charlotte Flair and I, I thought that would have been a perfect opportunity to have Bianca Belair win back the win win back the title, but win it against Charlotte Flair. I mean, that would have been a another career-defining moment for her. I mean, to me, it was like, why did they tease the Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair match if you weren't going to put the title on her? It was to me, it made no sense, you know. Um, but you know, um, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair, and yeah, I was in retrospect, I was getting into the match, and then like twenty minutes before the show ended, I'm like, oh wait a minute, this is going to end in disqualification because ninety nine point nine percent of the WWE matches for the past couple of years ends in in no disqualifications. Like, so then I'm looking at the time, like it's like ten fifteen nine. I'm like, oh man, there's no way she's going to win the match, and then and then you know have a celebration because. Yeah, this past year or two, WWE, you know, they used to go over like five minutes or so, but lately they've been they've been ending the show like right on time. Yeah. So I was like, man, there's no way she's gonna win the title and celebrate and all that stuff before they go off the air. So then, sure enough, Charlotte Flair takes a chair and 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 uh, and attacks Bianca Belair, purposely getting the disqualification. So basically, folks. If it's a non, if they, if it's a non, no disqualification, unless they say it's a no disqualification match, expect for the for, for you know the match to end in disqualification. I was, to be honest with you, I was looking for for Sasha Banks to come and attack, to you know Bianca Belair to 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 cause the DQ. And then you know it was just, you know, those of fans just keep getting tricked, man. You know they're like this is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome and then afterwards there's a screwy ending where there's a disqualification and it's like back to square one yep like if you have 
disqualifications happening in the Hell in the Cell match like they have had in the past couple of years. I mean, I mean, it just shows you, man, that WWE, they're just DQ happy, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's okay to have DQ finishes at time once in a while. You know what I mean? But, like, every solution is a DQ? Like, come on. I know, that's ridiculous. It's, it's like, really overboard. But, yeah. So then, yeah, um, now moving on to Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. And, yeah, from the highlights, it looks like this was a this was a classic. Um, you know, you had Roman Reigns defeating Brock Lesnar. There was one point in the match where... Um, where uh, Paul Heyman throws the tile in the ring, do what you want to do with it, and then they, <laughs> and then you know you still don't know who he was talking to. So then both guys had a tug of war, and um, Lesnar I think took the title, but then the Usos did a double super kick, and then um, uh, Roman Reigns hit him with a spear, and um, you know retained the title. So, yeah. All in all, looks like it was a a very good pay-per-view event. Arguably on on paper, it looks like it was the best the best um event they ever had in Saudi Arabia period. Really? You, know? you think so? Yeah, That's... it looks like it cuz they they hmm. look like they've had some marquee matches even even more so than WrestleMania this year's WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, what other what other um, WWE Saudi Arabia event that you thought was, you know, that topped this this card? What the greatest Royal Rumble? The yeah, greatest I guess, WrestleMania? I guess, I guess this one would be. Uh, I guess this one would top it. I can't think of any, to be honest, off the top of my head. I would have to go through all these uh, the stuff, but I, I think this 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 was pretty. This was um, you know. On paper, a, a good, you know, built, you know, matchups. Yeah. On paper. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I couldn't tell you how great the matches were because I haven't, I didn't see them. But on paper, the the the, the matches, you know, look like it would be interesting. What WWE should have done was they should have had a, paper, a, a a legit King of the Ring, Queen of the Ring. To, you know, championship thing instead of just having the finals at the the crown jewel event. Yeah. But I don't know Vince McMahon. He's he doesn't he doesn't like these tournaments anymore. So he, he you know he don't do it. He doesn't do them anymore. Which I think is a pity. Screw you, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But um, yeah, um, the the Rangers they they won their fourth straight, um, uh, you know, on Saturday night. Um, Kreider, um, Lundgren and Goodrow all scored, um, in the final six minutes of the game. Uh, you know, for the the Rangers to pull off this uh this comeback and went by the final score of three to two. So as a result the Rangers have uh they won four straight. Um Georgiev won, um made twenty six saves. 
and the Rangers, uh, they will be hosting the Calgary Flames on Monday night. So props to the Rangers. To the the New York, the the Guardian teams are are doing their thing. Props. Mhm. And um. Yeah, and also um. In uh, what was I gonna say? In uh. In um. WNBA news, um, what was I going to say? Um, congratulations, um, to the, to the, um, to the Chicago Sky on defeating the, um, the Phoenix Mercury, uh, in the WNBA playoffs. So this was the, the first championship, you know, basketball championship since, uh, the Bulls, you know, won, you know, in their last dance. Yeah, I heard about that. And uh, the uh, sad thing about that is they had a parade and it showed images of the parade and hardly no one showed up on the street. Yeah, I heard about that. Which is kind of messed up, you know. It just shows you that, you know, even though women's sports has come a long way, you know, they still don't get the support that, the men's sports get, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they got, uh, you know, Candace Parker, yeah. you know, a uh, two-time WNBA MVP, uh, WNBA Finals M- MVP. You know, she she came back home, you know, after spending the first 12 years of her career with the Sparks. And, uh, you know, she brought the title back to, you know, to Chicago, you know, in her, in her first year. Yeah. In her hometown team. So, you know, props to her. Um, her teammate, uh, you know, Kalia uh, Copper, um, you know, won the, the finals MVP. Um, so, you know, props to them. Yeah, and they defeated, uh, they defeated, uh, you know, Diana Tarazi. Cappy Poindexter, um, uh, Brianna Griner. So, yeah. You know, um, again, props to, to um, you know, the Chicago Sky. Um, but, yes. Um, yeah, um, switching to AEW. Um, unfortunately, um, yeah, I don't know if you heard this, but, uh, Jim Ross, he, you know, the, the former WWE, former WCW and current AEW, um, announcer. Yeah. He's been recently, um, diagnosed with skin cancer. Oh, wow. So, you know, wow. Definitely going to pray that he, you know, he can you know, overcome this. Wow. I hope he can. That's, that's yeah. sad to hear. Yeah, he had, um, yeah, he he has um, skin cancer. He had, um, yeah, he's had, he's had a couple of bouts with the, with this, um, the, with the skin cancer. 
and uh a few years ago his his um his longtime wife passed away too so um yeah, yeah definitely you know you know praying for him yeah wow but um shifting um shifting gears to AEW uh Dino might happen earlier today it's usually on Wednesday night but you know because of the games um you know the the baseball games they had to change the schedule uh Brian Danielson defeated Dustin Rhodes uh to advance to the world title elimination tournament Ruby Soho formerly known as Ruby Riot defeated uh, Penelope Ford to advance to the TBS Women Championship Tournament. Bobby Fish, formerly from, uh, you know, the Bullet Club and the the Undisputed Era with NXT, he defeated Anthony Green. Eddie Kingston defeated Lance Archer to um, advance to the World Title Eliminator Tournament. Jungle Boy defeated uh, Brandon Cutler via submission. And Cody got his revenge against Malachi Black um, in the, you know, in the main event. So, uh, you know, props to, you know, props to him for doing it. Yeah, props. And uh, Sammy Guevara... He's going to defend the the TNT title against Ethan Page uh, next week. Yeah, the the elite the attack Jungle Boy. And um, yeah, we'll 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 keep you posted on on uh, you know what happens next week. Um, yeah, I don't. Remember. Did we talk about um the the Wilder versus um Fury match last week? Oh, uh, I think it went down last week, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I know I talked about it on my show. I'm not sure if we talked about it on your show. Yeah, I think the I think the match I think the match might have happened. Well, that was a couple week. weeks ago. Was it probably a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. I'm not sure. I don't remember if we talked about it on your show. Yeah, I don't. I, probably not. Yeah, let me see. When when did this thing happen? Oh yeah, October ninth. Yeah. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. So yeah. Uh yeah, I I didn't get a chance to um to you know, give my predictions, but I, I thought Fury was gonna win. Uh you excuse me, you thought Wilder was gonna win. But uh no, unfortunately for Wilder, uh Tyson Fury got the upper hand, you know in their once-and-for-all match, which was their third bout. Um, first bout, I believe, uh, it was a draw. Second one, uh, Fury won. And then, again, the third one, Fury won in that eight-round knockout. So, yeah, this this is uh, most likely the end of their, their rivalry. And... Yeah. Uh, it was messed up that uh, Dante Wilder didn't uh, shake Fury's hand, you know. Yeah. But you know. But, but he did uh, give him a shout out on on Twitter, I think. And uh, you know, and it, it was recently Wilder's birthday, and Fury 
sent him a message saying happy birthday and I uh, want to thank him for the these three great matches that they had. That's good. At least they they you know they both uh, redeemed yeah, the yeah they have some respect for each other you know yeah. So that's good. They they both uh, you know they both uh, buried a hatchet. Yeah. Because I mean they're both they're all, they're they're both going to be forever linked with each other. So yeah, I think exactly. I think it's a great thing that they you know. Yeah, because Adam Masvidi could have got a lot worse, you know. Like the Ali Fraser match, you know, those those three epic matches that they have, you know. You don't want to, you don't want guys, you know, who you know who have that rivalry. You want you want them to have deep down and deep down inside have mutual respect for each other. So it's always great to see when you know, you know, two people put their put aside their differences and and have mutual respect for each other, even though they're both competing it against each other for, for the ultimate prize, you know. Yeah, for real. But, um, yeah, I think um, that's all she wrote for the 499th episode in uh, this show's um, history. Is there anything you'd like to talk about before we wrap it up? Uh, no, that's about it for me. Uh, just check out your local listings for my show, iMac. All right. You're the man. Check out his show, iMac. Um, also, check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV. And next week, we are going to have the 500th episode of Sports Urban Legend. Hope you guys can come through. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys can come through and celebrate uh, this wonderful milestone that could not be made possible without you guys, without listeners like you. So, again, you know, thank you for all the years that we've been doing it. So, yeah, next week will be the 500th episode, following by the 501. What did you say? No, I said looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. Looking forward for you to be on. And uh, after that, we're going to have the 501 episode, which will be the season premiere. So, which would be also the the anniversary show also. Because we, right. we started doing this show November, November 2nd, uh, 2009. So, you know, we'd love to have you guys check it out. As always, so again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening to this show. Thank you, Mac, for coming on, as usual. Thank you. And we will see you guys next week. Peace. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.